0: Welcome to On the Record with MAH, a student-led podcast by the School of Media, Arts and Humanities. Tune in for discussions surrounding culture, current affairs, playlists and much, much more. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of The Culture Club on the podcast On the Record with MAH. I will be your host today. My name is Benmi Alamu, I'm 22 and I'm a student at University of Sussex studying English Literature
1: and I have two co-hosts with me today. I'll let them introduce themselves. Um, hi, my name is Dania Bennison and I'm a second year media and Communications student. Hi, my name
2: is Emily Hyatt and I am a first year history student at Sussex
0: today's episode is going to be on the art of the miniseries. So we're going to be talking about all things miniseries, why are they good, what makes them interesting, why the format is so engaging, and some of the best miniseries that we've watched recently. Um, So the term miniseries is actually relatively new. Um, it was coined in the US in the early 1970s, um, before they just used to call them series or a serial, and it would like be for television and newspapers and stories. But the term mini-series um, specifically came about with these new forms of television. Instead of the ongoing drama type of show, they had a predetermined number of episodes with a defined beginning, middle, and end. Um, instead of having several seasons with loads of characters and ongoing storylines, Um, You kind of have like a limited series with a controlled storyline and a really clear defined um, beginning, middle and end of the series. And it has its good things and it has its bad things. I think all of us have watched a really great miniseries and wanted more, but I think what I love about them is that they are so good because everything is just so tight in terms of the storyline and the plotting and the character introductions and who they use. Um, They try to keep everything really controlled and it makes it interesting and engaging for the entire time. Um, For this episode, we're going to keep all miniseries to be under 10 episodes but I know like there are some that would be considered like a half season but I still feel like those things have ongoing storylines so under 10 episodes for our miniseries definition.
1: So what do you guys think of the miniseries? Why is it so good? Um, So I I think it's good because it's generally quite short than a regular traditional TV show Um, and also I think um, it's more of a quality over quantity kind of um, production so you do get the best of a tv show then you know you have different types of traditional tv shows that are not really the best and that's because they're kind of milking the storyline um as time goes on so a miniseries is definitely a um a, a better way of telling a story story that is um that sets in a particular different uh, time or era
2: definitely um one thing that i like about miniseries is the fact that Um, It's like the middle ground between a film and like a complete series, like you're not sitting down for two hours watching a film and knowing that that's done and over with, you have like a complete set of episodes that isn't too much and you know that by the end of it you'll get all the answers that you need.
0: Oh my gosh, I so agree. I feel like the miniseries just hits that sweet spot between like a film and a TV show where it's like you still have, you know, the drama and the engagement episode by episode, but you don't necessarily have to like commit to a whole because i feel like tv series nowadays they are too long there's just too much going on people recommend you a show from a while ago and it is just too long so i love like the fact that especially on netflix they have a lot of new mini series coming out that are just short and sweet you just get the intrigue get the plot get the drama and you just go it's like a movie but with more investment which i love so um, what are some of the more interesting
1: miniseries that we're into right now? Like what are some good ones that we've watched? So um, uh, one of the TV shows that I've been watching recently was um, When They See Us, um, which is a, a show that was set in 1989 about five young black boys who were um, charged for a heinous crime that they didn't commit. Um, and it was a very interesting show. and, and and um, and it just brings awareness of how the justice system generally fa- fails people of color. And um, there were moments of the show where I was watching it and I actually kind of cured it up because it was really emotional and, and um, it actually made me aware of just how black people have been treated or any person of color have been treated by the just the justice system.
0: Yeah oh my gosh When They See Us was so moving I think the use of the miniseries to tell like um, these stories that are like real life stories especially spe- specifically like black um, historical stories has been so impactful because even with like self-made and when they see us and like so many other like very short but impactful stories that have been told recently like I really felt like a movie wouldn't have done it justice and it was good to get like the background and to see each of their lives as well because when it followed the boys like you could see each individual person's background and like yeah it was quite intense I think.
2: Definitely. Um, Similar to that, um, when I was looking up different miniseries, I saw um, The People versus OJ. And um, I just remembered like Ryan Murphy made like a bunch of miniseries that like looked at different like murder trials and cases back in the 90s. And it's just interesting to see that kind of like summed up short um history drama because the people versus OJ wasn't dragged out and like no one was waiting for a season two afterwards because miniseries are so like impactful that they're able to just finish something and like you're not left there wanting more you're left there knowing that you have everything that you need.
0: Yeah, and it's also, like, when you're telling stories that, okay, the people versus OJ, we know the story, do you know what I mean? We saw the trial. But at the same time, to, like, make this televised version of it, you don't need, you know, I mean, storylines and seasons, and especially embellishing upon the story. Like, that's not what this is about. This is just about telling the story true to how it was and bringing that dramatization to life and just, like, you know, it was good. That was also a really good one, like, for the real life um the real life depiction. I thought the actors in it were amazing. I said, Ross from Friends? Okay, okay, we've seen. But um, yeah, that one was really, really good. No, I was gonna say, uh, the Academy also like takes notice of these these things as like there's been loads of like mini series that have won Emmys and have been like nominated because you know people really do resonate and they they, they can be quite popular because I feel like they're more accessible in that way as well like a film super super accessible but tv series people don't always have the time for that but when you have like just a short intense one I feel like people are like oh yeah and there's a lot of buzz and talk around it as well
2: definitely and I feel like there's more connection with a TV, like with a mini series, because because there's so many episodes, there's so many different things to talk about, and you get like each episode, you get closer to the character. Um, I saw this when I watched One because, like each week, because it was a weekly um, t- mini series rather than like all at once everyone will be talking about it every week and there'll be like new things to discuss and new theories. Whereas when there's a film, like as soon as it comes out on the first day, there's a buzz there and then maybe of the week that it came out, but then it just dies down afterwards.
0: Like Danae was saying, you have a lot of like series that like just completely drag out storylines, ruin things, characterization goes off. Like, a miniseries is not suffering from those problems if anything one criticism against them would be the lack of depth sometimes but like in terms of like getting long-winded or stretching things out no they have a set number of episodes because they have such a clear vision for what they want to do with this story and how they want to deliver it and it really comes across like I love like the sort of tight dialogue from like Aaron Sorkin, like um, screenwriting films and stuff like that. And I feel like the miniseries, even when they're meant to be quite casual, they still end up not wasting dialogue in the same way that series do. And like, yeah, I just love the fact that it just kind of, you know, I keep repeating it, but it really gets its point across. Honestly, ever since I learned this term, I've just felt like, yeah, yeah, it's true because every single thing I watch really does have this tight format. Um. But I think another show that I watched recently that, like, really took advantage of the miniseries was Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. Um, it was really, really interesting, I feel. Like, I feel like they had a concept, they ran with it. I don't know if you guys watched this series, but it was just very, very interesting the way that they decided to explore the concept of what they wanted to present and the twist at the end. I mean, I know people get annoyed when people tell you that there's a twist at the end because it ruins it but I honestly feel like you really wouldn't see this coming until the end like it's quite interesting what they decided to do with this story um but I do feel like the characters could have used more depth but again it's like we love it because it's short the miniseries but we also hate it because it's short because again you're not getting maybe the depth and the background that you could have got if you had a longer like ongoing show but I felt like they told the story very well. So I know another really good mini-series that came out recently was The Queen's Gambit and it was kind of amazing. I mean I never thought of chess as a cool sport but definitely I see it now. The game, the sport of of chess, wow it's really a something. What did you guys think of it if you've seen it?
1: Um, I've never been interested in chess before. Um, it was only after I watched the show that I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like I actually, like I'm actually interested in playing chess. So I think it's, uh, I think the show gave a good introduction as to what the game is. Although it's existed for such a long time, it's an evergreen spot. So I think it's kind of introduced this, um, this coolness. Or I think this trend in millennials, especially that you know chess is like this cool game and, and all of that. So I, I think that that's what this show successfully did also i liked how
2: um they looked at other themes in the show as well like um the protagonist's addiction um kind of like sexism within the hobby and sport of chess and then like her own personal life it kind of went from showing her from a young child to her as an adult and like her at the end finally getting what she wants and needs and the fame, the kind of confidence and everything good and worthwhile that she got from chess, it still like helped her to grow as a person, but humbled her. Like she didn't become overly arrogant and confident. She was competitive, but she wasn't, she'd still play with random people openly doing chess. Like she didn't, want to become something bigger than she already was
0: oh no I so agree I mean yeah apart from you know obviously it was a, it was a game about chess I, I do not necessarily feel like as a novice to chess you could have learnt a lot from it because it did get quite technical and quite high level um with the plays that they were doing really quickly she was obviously a genius but like It was talking about this long running question of like, what do you have to sacrifice for, you know, your genius and for your intelligence. I mean, it's come up in a lot of different films like my, one of my personal favorites, um, Black Swan, like this idea that in order to achieve this level of technical genius you have to sacrifice things and I feel like she saw it in her mother she saw it in Benny she saw it even in the people who decided to still have lives and maybe moved on and didn't like sacrifice everything for the sport and how that limited them maybe um, and stopped them from being able to go as far as she wanted to go and yeah the discussions of addiction definitely not to I mean that is messed up giving children tranquilizers and then they became addicted it's, it was kind of a, d- a really dark background for Beth, but I'm happy that she rose above it. And I mean, I've been in love with Anya Taylor-Joy since Peaky Binders and everything I see her in since, I've just fallen more and more in
1: love. Um, She's just amazing
2: amazing actor.
1: And uh, also, I just want to talk about a bit about the story of Queen's Gambit because I think that um, the one thing that actually made me continue to watch this show is that is the story of it like you actually get to see Beth from an orphan into this successful young woman and, and you get to see the challenges that she goes throughout her journey and I think that's what like a miniseries actually does well because it kind of it's focused it's not it's not going into a different direction or anything it's not losing control you're more controlled of the story that you tell in a format like this and uh, yeah I think that this show does it well yeah, I 100% agree, Danae, 100% agree, like,
0: it was a very controlled story, we saw, you know, everything about Beth's life in terms of, um, you know, trying to find these uh, family figures, you know, how the pain of that, I felt like, again, which is the problem I have with the miniseries, the side characters can be undeveloped, like underdeveloped, um, Uh, a lot of the people seem to have really interesting characters and temperaments and again, maybe with the series we would have seen how they got to be that person but the mini-series doesn't give you that. But what it did give us was this amazing chart of Beth's progress and her development and ah, I don't want to spoil it too much but that final scene when she was able to break that barrier without the drugs, mm, just chef's kiss, chef's kiss. And what it's done for Chess as well, I mean, apparently sales of chess sets have nearly doubled and chess is a really good uh, game for exercising different parts of your mind and brain so anya taylor joy's impact is just amazing educational beautiful everything
2: around the time that the queen's gambit came out this mini series called lupin came out which um okay yeah still had like the same energy because it it was a mini series, but also um and it was like beautifully done and like the main character was like a famous actor um but also it's kind of split into parts so like right now the first part is on Netflix but the second part hasn't come out yet and it's about this guy who um he kind of just commits crimes and his crimes are linked to the novel like the 1900s novel, um, Arson Lupin. That's why it's called Lupin. And um, the reason why he's like committed these crimes is because his dad was um, arrested for a crime that he didn't do. And then in prison, his dad was killed. So it it left Lupin to be an orphan and Lupin, knows that like his dad didn't um, steal this necklace and he knows that the reason why the necklace went missing was so that like the necklace could increase in price or something it was something really stupid but that benefited the rich and Lupin's trying to like get justice for his dad and the way that he commits these crimes like Lupin needed to go prison to get like this book that his dad had left him with answers in it. And Lupin was able to visit someone in prison, switch positions, and then get into prison and then get out later. Like, there were so many different thinking and it's really smart, just like the Queen's Gambit. And because it's like the first part is already out, I think it's only four or five episodes right now and it's just like very quick because um, it's set in French, it's set in France so you have the option of um, watching it in French or English and I think the main actor speaks both French and English but I prefer watching it in French and it's just really good like I love it.
0: You're a woman of taste Emily because watching things in the original language, yeah
2: honestly it grows on you it grows on you same with anime I love it
0: oh right we don't have the time in this episode to explore but that would have been a great segue into subs v dubs but um speaking of um foreign language miniseries I watched someone has to die which had the amazing um some, well some of the amazing cast from elite in it which is how I um, found out about it and it's this really intense mini series about um, like the Spanish middle class and it's sort of setting 1950 Spain and like he goes to Mexico which is considered like a sort of like I don't know, almost a s- inferior country. Like they speak so derogatorily about the Mexicans, and it's not a tension that I knew about because this isn't my culture. So it's really interesting to like do a deep dive into that culture and like see the sort of dynamics between the classes. And it was also like LGBTQ, I plus, although unfortunately it wasn't a great representation for us we were not getting a lot of love there but it was just interesting to see the sort of dynamics and um, the tension the drama oh the drama was exquisite and that's another thing I feel like the mini series amps up the drama and behind her eyes um, obviously in the real life adaptations that really just is how stressful it was but even just to see it and like every episode you feel the the tension stays that high whereas I feel like with a longer series no matter how much they're going through eventually it's just gonna become like okay I have to calm down now I can't keep it going but when you've got a tight four episodes and somebody's um, dad is breaking into prison or someone else is like accidentally saw their grandmother kill their grandfather it's like yeah you get that tension you get that that energy from the show but um in Um, someone has to die they sort of have this character who goes away because he witnesses this incident when he's younger and um, it's all in Spanish but just him coming back and him sort of like trying to face up to his family's expectations um, facing like persecution because of his sexuality or seeing other people face persecution because of their sexuality and not being able to um, be out and be free and go after who he loves. And it was really, really intense. Like, if you like to lead, I think you would like someone has to die. So, um, which brings me neatly on to the end of this episode because we're going to talk about our recommendations or any mini series that we're looking forward to. So, I'm going to ask each of my co hosts what they would recommend as a mini series to go and watch.
2: Um, okay, I'll recommend um, WandaVision. Just because it's really hyped up at the moment and as it should be. Um, you get nine episodes and they're mostly between 20 to 30 minutes, but so many each episode is based in a new decade. It's like a, okay, it's like a sitcom and like each episode is a new sitcom in a new decade. So it starts on like the 50s. Second episodes of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and you really start to see all of the references. And I feel like if you watch Marvel films and you love it because there's all these different Easter eggs, let's say all of these, there's like in each episode, it feels like there's 30 or more like different Easter eggs linking to all these different Marvel films and comic books. It's just really lighthearted throughout the episode but in like the first few episodes towards the end it gets really dark and you don't know what's going on. You don't know why it's set in this kind of 50s, 60s, 70s TV show themed and you don't really know who the villain is. So you just, each episode you think you know what's going on but then the next episode something happens and you're like what's going on? But it just shows like the growth of um, the character Wanda and just her dealing with grief and it's it's just beautiful I think it was really thought out and I commend Marvel for what they did because when I saw the ads for Vision, I didn't think it was going to be good or interesting at all but now um, they've set like a very high standard for their miniseries. So when I look at the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it doesn't compete when it compared to Vision, And it just gave Wanda like her own kind of story because she was more like a side character in the Marvel films. And now she kind of has her own level with this. It's beautiful, 10 out of 10, excellent.
1: Um, I would recommend uh, "Unbelievable," okay. which is also, which is also a um, a miniseries, um, and also uh, it's quite a dark show because it's about a rape victim who's not being believed by the police, and it's it set it's set in Colorado, and Washington State. Um, so uh, I think it's interesting because uh, it kind of, like I said before, it kind of brings awareness to sexual assault. Um, victims and and them not being believed Um, and also it's uh, it's just a good show and and I think that was one of my first like mini series that I've actually watched and I just realized the impact that it it had made um, with me watching the show it was like uh, it kind of um, it just it made me have like empathy for the characters in in this show and um, yeah I think it's it's a it's a good show some really strong um, recommendations there, guys. Um,
0: I think I'm going to recommend the Bodyguard. Well, actually, I actually think it's just called Bodyguard. Um, it was a really, really intense uh, British miniseries, um, and I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend anybody if they they wanted to watch it. It's sort of about like the politics of like the UK politics and. Um, our kind of awareness of terrorism and things like that it touches on a lot of different topics and it's quite like high tension drama but other than that resounding I think we can all say go and watch Queen's Gambit if you haven't really really good show uh, so thank you that's been us from the Culture Club and um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and get out there and watch a good miniseries soon if you've enjoyed this podcast have an idea that you'd love to discuss and want to get involved please email on the record mah at gmail.com this has been an mah production